Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Thank you, everybody. Welcome back to Customer States Podcast, where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. Mainly um, not. Most of it. Well, a lot of things. I, maybe not everything, but a lot of things. And before we get started, I would like to start this episode with the cracking of something cool and cold. I wish it was colder. Ew, ew. <laughs> not acknowledging. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Mike Sarah. Hi, Mike Sarah. I do a lot Hi, of Mike. different things. Um, to my none left. very well. <laughs> well, oh, rude. Yeah, you know, uh, jack of all, master of none, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to my left is Eric Montenegro. Did you say something about jacking all? A little bit. Okay. Hi, that's me. <laughs> Those are words. He introduced me. I still am not used to that. I looked over like what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric Montenegro, heavy line technician. To my left is Paul. Hi guys, it's me. Um, I am a warranty administrator for both Volkswagen and Mazda Persuasion vehicles, <coughs> and me. I've been doing it for a long time. Anyways, to the left of me is Jacob Rikus. Hi, hi, Brain. I said that wrong. Uh, next to me is Jake. <laughs> it's not like you guys worked all day or something. I'm a service advisor, and Mike will get here on the same Punch mental level that I'm at, where it's just potatoes in in the brain, potatoes in the brain, yeah, and that uh, Benny Hill, in the brain. and that Benny Hill song <laughs> plays on repeat. Yeah, pretty much. So, but. We have a special girth. We do. Special guest. Special girth. From so a faraway land. All the way from the girth right nerf. 
Fresh off the Canadian goose? Yes, a man who needs no introduction. Nerm. And here I am, being introduced. <laughs> Mr. Nerm. <laughs> I just flew in from Canada this morning, and boy, are my arms tight. <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal with airline food? <laughs> they don't serve it anymore. I know. What's that is problem? true. That shit sucks. <laughs> Welcome back to America, Norman. Appreciate being here. It's yeah, a lot of how fun. are those airline peanuts? It literally didn't have any. Yeah, what peanuts? Yeah, they can't serve <laughs> yeah. peanuts anymore because of allergies. I know. Yeah. There's it's the dust. Yes, the forbidden dust. I had peanuts on my flight. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh no, peanuts. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that joke that never gets old, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you get pretzel. No, I got peanuts. Which airline? Southwest. What? Yep. <laughs> Renegades of funk. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I was neglected because I wanted peanuts. Well, so sorry. That's rather upsetting. I'm sorry. I mean, it, honestly, for me, like flying on airplanes was always the peanuts. Like that was that was one of the cool things about flying on a on a plane. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, this was Norm's first airplane travel to the anywhere. Yeah, actually. I've never been on an airplane. Oh, before. holy shit! Yeah. How was that? It was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the taking off experience. Yeah, taking right? off is cool. See the whole new perspective on the world. Yeah. I, still, I still despise customers, but I, I think <laughs> You can see them a little bit, like less. You know, they're, they're not as important from that high up. Did you sit in there. an exit row? I know, but uh, the airline I chose, which was Flair, actually had very accommodating seats throughout the the aircraft. It was uh, I was in the normal section with all the rest of the cattle, and you fit, and, <laughs> and I, uh, I fit just fine. Norm and I are of larger stature, so I'm uh, definitely interested to hear about this because I don't fit. Well, Kevin was saying the same thing about um, like one plane had like plenty of leg room in front of yeah. him, and the other plane was like horrible never fly spirit ever oh yeah don't do it for more than one reason yeah those planes are ready to fall out of the sky oh okay (laughs) the plane seemed fine there's just no room well i have major trust issues anyway so (laughs) so jake's opinion does not reflect customer states podcast (laughs) (laughs) so your airline was flare flare yeah Hmm. It's yeah. it's an international flight apparently, and, and they make just jog LAX Calgary LAX. Uh, oh, that's cool. That's in Canada, Edmonton. by the way. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> yeah, and they, it was full. Whole aircraft was packed to the gills. I was at the airport at three a.m. this morning. And oh shit! Took off at six, wow. and the aircraft was packed. No empty seats, and apparently that's the way it's been for a minute. How long is the flight? Uh, exactly as long as Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Around <laughs> <laughs> two hours. Two hours and 45 minutes. Hey, what's what was your uh, in-flight viewing? <laughs> Mission what's Impossible Rogue Nation. Yeah, apparently. What's the time difference? A one hour. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Not, Not too terrible, but he's been up since like three, so yeah. you know, it's been yeah. a long day. I, I lose an hour going home, getting an hour coming here, but no big Yeah, they don't do the whole daylight savings bullshit. Yeah, none of that trickle-down fuckery. Yeah, none of that trickle-down fuckery. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this phrase. Probably not, because I think I came up with it today. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who came up with that? Me? Your mom. Honey, no. You had some other saying, and I said, you mean trickle-down economics will trickle-down fuckery. And you're like, oh, yeah. Okay, but it's because (laughs) of me (laughs) that the... The, what did I initially say? Something that's not nearly as no, good as what still, I said. Where's oh, I Judge said Judy? I said a top top down fuckery. Yes, that's top, what I said, which said I also down. feel is good. 
because of this situation. Well, the story's not called Top Those Down Fuckery, is it? It is now. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> so, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of the fuckery of warranty that sometimes happens, but yeah. Mazda like to warranty fuckery is extra super duper fun. Mm-hmm. So, this term comes from... Mazda, no one at Mazda knows what is supposed to be done. We had a CPO vehicle. No, that's not what it was. Correct. It was the, remind me, Jake. It was a customer's vehicle that came in. She had had it for less than 24 hours. Oh my God. And she came in with a concern of the AC is blowing hot. And I'm thinking it's going to be one of those. It's a new car. All the buttons are not pressed properly. AC's off. It's not on recirculate. She has it set to 74 thinking it's going to blow on low. Or it's on the auto function. Normal bullshit. Ramps up and down. Normal bullshit. She comes in. It is on AC, recirculate, and set to low and the fans are on high. And that shit's blowing fucking hot. So this is on a CX-50. Which is a fairly new model. Which has the YF persuasion of oh, refrigerant. God, yeah, yes. YF, one, two, three. It's like yeah. 90 bucks a kilo or something. Yeah. yeah. American. So for mm-hmm. a, No, it's, for it's a, still a kilo. It's $918 for 10 kilos. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't measure it in that. Um, what, 10 pounds. 10 pounds. But it's, sorry, it's measured in kgs when we so. dish it out, which is weird. <sighs> no, it's how the rest of the world does. I know, I know. Uh, you know no, what? I'm going to no. support you there. We should just no. jump on the <laughs> Michael's like, moving no. on. <laughs> so, because it is the YF refrigerant. Why? They're F. Okay. That's why. There has to be documentation with the special machine that does the flush and the recharging and the yada, yada, yada. Of yeah. the machine. It needs yeah. the printout. Of course. But guess what is going on with Mazda? <laughs> Their machine is on intergalactic back order. Hold up. So we do not have the ability to service that type of let's actually system let's actually tell the real story our dealership is cheap as fuck and when they were available and they told us hey you should probably fucking buy these before your new models come out because it's eight thousand dollars now we'll wait i ordered one from ford from rotunda and i had to cancel the order after 10 months because it's still they still had no expected chip date yep and the one that we currently had, which is I was trying to replace and or get another one, broke down several times, had to get that repaired. And I've having I've been having to call favors in from other dealerships in my local area to f- service all of these new vehicles. I almost called you to see if we could use a YF no, machine. No, mine's broken. Wow. So oh, well, there you go. Guess Wouldn't have mattered. Guess who does have a YF machine? VW. VW has a YF machine. Well, it looks like I'll be driving down the road. So, <laughs> you yes. can also call Kier. I used Kier's and I used Scott's. So mm. Kier's was broken the last time I spoke to him, too. No, so, Jesus. Not no surprising. problem. A neighboring dealership do- doesn't have to know that it's our sister dealership mm-hmm. has the machine so we can sublet it out to the other store and get paid as long as we have the slip. We don't have the slip, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. 
you get the claims going to well, be denied. It, well, okay. Here's the thing. Also, to add to Allie's fuckery here, were the original part of this where she thought it was an in-stock vehicle. The new oh CX, the new CX ninety was here. She misunderstood the conversation between me and Alex, the service manager, that she thought this was all being talked about an in-stock vehicle. So she's shitting britches. Uh, not only an in-stock vehicle, but a, a new, release. new release. So everyone knows that when you have a new vehicle, there's special procedures that have to be taken within a certain amount of time of that vehicle being released. Right. And if that does not happen, you are fucked. It is bad. Well, as they far as trying it, to get it back. They're yeah. going to check everything yeah. so, that your dealership does because they really need the R&D on that mm-hmm. new vehicle line. So me, Allie, and Alex were talking about this. She's freaking out because she thinks it's the wrong car. We go into the back to smoke our vapes as a quick smoke break so she can calm down. And she goes, there's the fucking car, this, that, and the other. What the fuck? And I'm go, it's not that car. <laughs> she goes, What? I'm like, no, it's that customer's car over there. She's like, I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, <laughs> she, I was freaking whole out. Whole entire mood changes. I was like, you guys didn't do the right thing. So the other area of top down, it just goes down the line and hits every branch of the fuckery tree, starting from Mazda down to the dealership, is we had a CPO vehicle that was in a different customer's name. And the current customer that was in, the question was, is the CPO vehicle warranty transferable transferable from customer to customer? I call warranty helpline. They don't know. If they pay for it, I think. They yeah. Well, With Ma- I'll tell you the answer at the end of the story. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. So I call warranty helpline to ask. They're like, mm, I don't really know. Why don't you call CPO, the CPO office? I call the CPO office. They also work with Ford and Lincoln. Hmm. So apparently they have access to see everything regarding the the vehicle in for both Ford and Lincoln. However, and Mazda. for Mazda, they are going through a retraining program and I have more ability to look at this customer's information than they do. Yep. So the lady says, oh, you know, I don't really know. Why don't I send an email to my manager to see if, if it's active? She doesn't even know if it's active. What? Yeah. Wait, I, how, how is that even possible? Mother. Uh, you, well, oh, app- apparently after Sorry. this new, yeah. so this is all taking place, which was just supposed to be like a quick question. <clears throat> and here I am now, we're shooting an email off to CPO land. I get back with Alex, the service manager, and Alex is like, you know what? The head of CPO used to be our rep here. So I'm just going to send an email over to him. And he shoots back, hello team, I'm to his all of his warranty people. I'm not sure if you guys realize this, but the CPO warranty follows the vehicle, not, not the customer. customer. No extra charge. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So I'm pretty sure that's different than Ford. Yeah, four it hours is. later. <laughs> 
But yeah, the the CPO manager or lead, whatever you want to call him, he goes, what the fuck do you mean my CPO team didn't know the answer to this? Or what the fuck do you mean warranty didn't know the answer to this? Well, they're going through new training. I'll have you know that the warranty helpline person that I spoke to asked the supervisor. (laughs) So it was the supervisor that didn't know because she put me on hold for like 15 minutes. They're going through new training. No, not those people. Those people... Are not going through new training. So it's the CPO. CPO people. Isn't it fun? Oh, Isn't no. it fun? No, that's horrible. That sounds like a headache. But anyways, forward and to follow up with the CX-50, <laughs> it came from the factory with no of refrigerant in it. That was the only problem? That was the only problem. No leaks, no nothing? Nope. That's that's happening a lot on Fords, too, with the 1234, the expensive stuff. Yeah, because their like, machines are all broken, too. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, it I says they're, they're charged. I think the, the majority of our deliveries in Canada came without AC, and because the AC warranty for no charge is 10K, 10,000 kilometers, or six months, if you don't notice yeah. in 10K or six months, You're after. You're there's wow. no warranty. Mm-hmm. So they delivered all these vehicles with no refrigerant through our winter. In the winter, yeah. Uh, nobody's using, the nobody's using their AC. They Holy shit. 10K on that, it come by the spring. You have that's no refrigerant. shady as heck. Fuck. I, like, I'm not tinfoil hat conspiracy guy, yeah. but... It lines up a little too close. It, it lines up a lot. <laughs> so is that something you guys are supposed to catch in the PDI or pre-delivery? Yeah. How are you going to test AC when it's minus 40? Well, because it's, it's also in the shop. You it's have also to test everything. it's all below zero in the shop too. Because doors the size of this house open and close every ten minutes. It doesn't get warm in our shops. You can't test AC reliably in the winter. We had used oh, vehicles. Our used vehicle guy got uh, a big old sales manager dump put on his forehead because oh we just sold this car and the AC doesn't work. It was certified in November, sold in March. And our nice, our warm day, which is like plus 10. <laughs> the, the AC didn't work for the customer, and it was found to be completely failed. And the, the manager's like, murk, murk, murk. and, and we all said, what, what do we do about this? We can't test the AC in the winter. It doesn't work. There's a certain point where AC won't even turn on because the value yeah. of the AC is oh. in, is in the a negative state. Temperature, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't function. So you, We've been having a lot of cars come in with that issue, actually, where the AC won't work, and it's... The ambient temperature sensors reading it's like yeah, negative because ten. People yeah. in California aren't used to cold weather, so you probably didn't even know that was a thing until you ran into oh, it. Well, their <laughs> ambient temperature sensor is reading negative ten or something like that. It's probably got it open or something like that. Well, default right. is minus forty, or well, I don't know what it is. Yeah, no, no, that's the same is, thing. So yeah, it's the same. Open circuit is yeah. minus forty. Yeah. But. But I mean, the techs, you know, High resistance. It, sorry, it's it's a light bulb moment once the techs all re- you know it's been like three or four cars, which is a lot considering. They all have that light bulb moment. They go, oh, holy fucking shit. If they just look down and they read it a 78 degree day, the car's reading it minus five. They're like, well, that's why the fucking AC is not coming on. It thinks it's going to freeze. Yeah, Probably an issue. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Exactly. Protecting itself. So let's talk about the getup of Norm um, at for, this current moment. For those of you who are listening along at home. Uh, we'll describe the the, the image. <laughs> that, that is so, a fair report. They're still at home. <laughs> so I drove out to the airport this morning very early to go pick up Norm. And we, we were trying to figure out like, okay, well, tell me like. Hold what? on. Define very early, Michael. 
I left my house at uh, before six thirty in the morning. That's, That's early to me. Very early. When, when he left for his day. flight is very early. Our <laughs> time difference. You're up earlier than that for work. I am. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's still early for most people. When were you up getting ready to plan to leave to go get Norm? Six fifteen. Three. Three. <laughs> See, there we go. <laughs> Lead with that. Yeah. Um, so uh, went to go grab Norm from the airport. And, um, I'm like trying to figure out like, Hey, just like, let me know, you know, when you step outside the terminal, just let me know what pillar you're standing by. That's like the easiest way to do it. So Norm's like, Oh, I'll be by this pillar, but also you like, you, you won't be able to miss me due to what I'm wearing. (laughs) I'm like, and by the way, I am very jealous of this, this get up. I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? And I'll allow Norm to describe it from here. I just texted that I was in a full gentleman tracksuit from the movie The Gentleman, <laughs> made by the Sewing Brothers. It's loud as heck, and I stood out like a sore thumb amongst the crowd of gray, bland, Los Angeles flight people. So can somebody who's better at fashion describe this uh, outfit for me? So as a minimal... <laughs> Wait, can we let the gay guy do this? I feel like the no, gay guy fine. is supposed She's already to be... talking. Okay, all right. Oh, all right. I was just going to input it's... that it's very well made. It's very nice suit. Shout out to the sewing brothers. Um, it is That's a right. plaid brown, yellow, and blue top-to-bottom tracksuit. There is a tasteful pinstriping down the arms and legs (laughs) of red and white (laughs) with the cuffs also being red and white. So you could also be like, this is Norman Glazier. What are you wearing today, Mr. Glazier? (laughs) Watch the movie The Sewing Brothers and visit the movie The Gentleman (laughs) and visit The Sewing Brothers and buy this fancy handmade outfit from the Ukraine. Oh, it's oh, they're from Ukraine. The, yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. It was oh. made in Kiev. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, that's cool. And they are still shipping out. So, oh, good for them. Yeah. Oh so, we. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, go support. Ooh. Oh, and also, Jake really wants one. I do. I, I would definitely rock it. Like Eric said, it's yeah, it's it's, right. it's rockable. I I do have to admit, you you were hard to miss. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw you when you go to the airport and you have your stuffed shirt suit guy who's picking you up in a limo. If you've ever had that done, <laughs> and they've got the sign that says Mister So and So, they were in that. I'm like, well, you're getting a tip. <laughs> you're getting a big old tip. You're fun, <laughs> and it's easier. It's like everybody's got the black suit and tie on when they're picking yeah. you up. It's like. Well, they go, he's going to be in something loud. I'm like, okay, there you go. I get off my plane. There's 40 people there. Boom. I get to go home earlier. What What was that, Michael? You're something throwing up gang minutes. signs? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mike. How long have we been doing this and you don't expect me to do that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm yeah, just going to hold up signs so there's no questions anymore. <laughs> What's the three, four? Three minutes left. Three minutes left? Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Trois. Who's bro- who, uh, how long is Broken Engine Guy? Very short. Uh, so this is something that we can interact with the comments or uh, with the Facebook post for information or what people's theories are. I like that. Uh, so we have uh, a short bit of shenanigans. Uh, a truck came into us on the hook. Mm-hmm. It came from another dealer where they said, oh yeah, this, this problem you're having is definitely warranty. But get it done somewhere else. Nah. <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> so the vehicle arrives with an entirely new rear diff. Oh, nice. But no new hardware. An entirely new drive shaft. But no, no new hardware. hardware. And leaking coolant from the engine. <laughs> so we lift it up and inspect it, and we see the signs that the drive shaft had made 
unhappy partings with the differential at some point. It dented the uh, muffler, it dented the exhaust and the uh, fuel tank skid plate. Yeah. It appears that it let go right at the pinion. So based on the damage we saw under the vehicle, we suspected that the pinion had sheared and the differential must have either locked up to shear the, the pinion or something. We're not 100% sure. <clears throat> so we called the dealer that did the repair and said, hey guys, we were under the impression this was done under warranty. There's no one-time use parts. All the, all the one-time use wasn't done. What happened? We were in such a hurry to get it out of there, mister, that we just didn't order the one-time use. I said, okay, I understand that, but that's your baby. What happened? Oh, the differential was completely empty, Oof. and they drove it to destruction, and you were right. The pinion got cherry red. The pinion broke in two. The pinion fell into the differential, locking the diff, and sent the drive shaft pogo sticking down the road. Whee! But on further inspection, the coolant leak, the engine was broken about... What do you call those about, inches? About. What do you call those inches? <laughs> about, about six inches. That's two inches. That's not six inches. Oh, you're, I uh, I, I, I love you, Norm. <laughs> <laughs> so much. That's six inches. I'm hung like a horse. Jesus. About two inches into the engine, <laughs> on either side, there's a fine crack up the cooling jacket of the rear cylinder of this five-liter engine. What the hell? <laughs> All the way up to the heads. Why? And on the passenger side, you could probably fit uh, a penny nail in the crack. Oh, geez. And the cooling jackets are ruptured from this crack, so it's leaking all its engine coolant out. Yeah. So we suspect, well, two things. Either the vibration was so great over time that the vibration set up a frequency that the engine reacted to and cracked, <laughs> or... The violence of the rear diff seizing was so great that it shocked it and it just, didn't break the trans in half, which happens a lot yeah. from drive shaft vibrations. So if you have any other theories as to how this could happen, we'll have a Facebook post or some comments. Trickle down it. fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can right also down. find this question on Spotify. And also now, we're doing a retail engine on it. Oh, ah, very nice. We're not we're not playing. <laughs> so Yeah. Wait, and warranty is gonna cover that for the other dealer? That's not our problem. Yeah. That's, that's true. Problem. It's that's not your that's problem. how it works with Ford. You do yeah. the work as warranty and Ford goes back if, on if, their end. If someone does a half assed job, deal with it. it doesn't matter. If if another dealership does something really, really poorly and you have to redo it, doesn't matter. You just Ford. do your job and state your state and yeah. then Ford yeah. says, Hey, this was done here and here. Let's go look at what happened here. Yeah. But it's not on you to deal with it. Right. I've actually, before we go to break, I've actually touched on this before as like, you know, if I know where this dealership is, if it's like a local dealership, I'll, you know, we'll call the service manager and be like, hey, how do you want to proceed with this? Because if I put this through under a warranty claim that your guys, you know, messed up, it's going to look bad on you. Do you want to cover the repair charges for us? And we'll just pretend like this never happened or, you know, it's up to the management at that point in time. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Ford does cover workmanship error the, so. the reason we were given was this man's family spends a lot of money at our dealership and we just wanted to get the truck to disappear after we finished the repair we noticed it had no coolant in it didn't work and we sent it down the road oh that's horrible oh my god that's so by doing that they made the issue a thousand times worse 
Yeah, well, it's like fifteen grand in our pocket if he if he buys the engine from us. But five liters are intergalactically Black back order. order. Yay! What so, year vehicle is it? Uh, nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's it's lived a hard life. <laughs> we Jesus. we call them res rockets. <laughs> res rockets, Jesus. I'm the only one who doesn't get reservation. It. Reservation. Like the uh, Native Canadians. Oh, okay. First Nations. Oh. Oh, First Nations. Yes. Okay. There you go. Fair enough. Ready? Key jingle. Feather, not dot. <laughs> oh my God! I got that. Also, there's not bup bup, but ah wah wah. No, I think that's worse. That is worse. But you know what? Oh Chance. my god! Chance, reach out. Chance, yes. <laughs> Let's thank our sponsors. Yeah, we'd love to thank them. Uh, I would love to thank uh, Norman Glacier in the studio. Yeah! <laughs> Metal Works. And there you go. Nick Lauer from Maco Tools and Milkwakey. And. Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. Don't forget Transfers! From Hit Distributing, supplying Justice Brothers products. Uh, He's from Hit Distributing, supplying us with Justice Brothers products. We will be right back. Thank you for listening. Really? Really? Arms here. This episode of Customer States is brought to you by Calm Moment. Born out of the search for a more mindful way to unwind, Calm Moment is an all-natural, slightly spritzy, CBD-infused sparkling beverage designed to give you a deliciously different way to relax. The CBD takes the edge off anxious feelings so you can find a calm moment in your day wherever you might be. We may not be able to change the world, but we will try to change your world one calm moment at a time. Something smells delicious in here. Yeah, it does. I'm hungry. Jake, are you eating El Ranchito Taco Shop? <coughs> that looks amazing. What did you order? <coughs> Tacos. Um, what? <coughs> Guac. Jake, are you choking? Get out of my way, Michael. He needs a Heimlich. <coughs> oh my god, I cannot believe this is happening again. Jake, you know you're allergic to avocado. One generic allergy medication later. Are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Almost dying is so worth it to have some El Ranchito creamy guac. <coughs> Thanks, Eric, for trying to save me, even though I wasn't joking. I know. I just wanted to get you from behind. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good time to tell everybody that if you're ever in the Inland Empire and are craving some great Mexican food, visit El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. <laughs> Seriously, I follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. El Ranchito Taco Shop. More than just great Mexican food. <laughs> Stop copying me. Do, 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 do. Eric, do, I'm not do, copying do, 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 do. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Holy shit, copy warmies. <laughs> you prematurely did that. You did. That's why that's that on, on purpose. I'm a dolphin? I'm a dolphin. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, it smells amazing. Hey everybody, welcome back to Customer States Podcast. Norm! Norm. <laughs> Let's get cracking. Ooh, this is fucking good. Ooh. Welcome to Customer States Podcast, a place where everyone knows your name. <laughs> everybody, sorry. Get out. Sometimes you want to go. Where That's everybody knows bad. your name. I'm so sorry. Ooh, that is really yummy. <laughs> are you though? Am I yummy? No, are you really sorry? It- or are you sorry? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Are your balls a tug tit fucker? Indeed.
Hey, 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 hey. What uh, is this? Is this joke time? Shut up. You were just... No. <laughs> God damn it. Never mind. The moment's killed. Go on to your tires. No. no. Don't you dare. Please if you fucking stole my thunder. If you, <laughs> if you let that walking penis ruin joke time, That's don't right. let a service advisor ruin your, your, your time, okay? <clears throat> hey, Eric, what time is it? It's joke time. Okay. Do you guys know what we... That's not funny. <laughs> it actually kind of was. Do you guys know what Whitney Houston's favorite coordination is? Coordination? Yes. Hand Jesus Christ. I don't know about that, that one. No, that, that, was, that was truly good. I don't know. It was truly good. Uh, <laughs> still not sponsored. I wonder what. Norm is unamused. I was going to say domestic violence. Are there any other jokes? Oh, we're saving it for the end. We are. Okay. See you. I had a really, really, really stupid person today and a customer. How stupid yes, were how, they? Yes. They drove a Mazda. That should answer oh, it. Oh, don't say um, that. Hey, I drive a Mazda. We're special. Okay. You're a technician and I'm a service advisor. We're not customers. Gotcha. If you know the inner workings of your car, you're not an idiot. Okay. This person, this one takes the cake. Really, really young chick. Maybe, maybe 19, maybe 18, could be younger. Either way, she pulls in and she goes, my tire light's on. So already off to a great start. That's easy. And you would think. And she goes, oh my. Um, she goes, oh my. Yeah, she goes, oh my. <laughs> Full George Decay. <laughs> she, <laughs> oh my. Um, she comes in and she goes, my mom wanted me to bring this in for the tire light because we I can't, excuse me, I can't get it to turn off. And that already worried me because I'm all like, usually when you say that, you've tried something right. and failed already. So I'm already kind of uneasy. Yeah. And I go, okay, um, what, did you what did you do? And she goes, well, you know, since the tire pressure lights work that they'll just turn off if they're filled properly... I figured, you know, I went to a gas station and I'm hearing this. I'm like, oh, okay. She, she's at least knowledgeable enough to know how this works. And she goes, I use the gauge at the, you know, gas station and it didn't turn off. And I go, well, sometimes they're not calibrated properly. So it's a possibility you're a little under, or a little over. And these systems tend to be sensitive. She goes, no, I don't think you understand. I just sat there and filled it and just held it there and kept it going because once it hits the right pressure, the light turns off. Oh, <laughs> and I'm all, <laughs> and I'm all, <laughs> I'm all, and I'm like, okay, there it is. And I look, I look at her, my fly out of my butt. and I'm all like, you're lucky to be alive. I, I did. I'm all like, I'm not trying to scare you, but you could have killed yourself. And she goes, and she looked at me like I was absolutely retarded. By overinflating a tire. Absolutely special. And... I'm all like, and she goes, what do you mean? I'm all like, your tire pressure system does not just 
you know, shut off. Because once I asked her a little bit more, I, it was the back driver's side left, or sorry, driver's side rear, excuse me. And they and, hadn't been retrained, so right. she was filling up the wrong tire anyway. Right. <laughs> and with the newer Mazdas, the My Mazda app will show you what the current P, uh, PSI on the tires is right. in live time. So she apparently had the driver door open with the car running, just sitting there holding on to the gauge, waiting for the light to turn off. Yeah. And she had a rotation and the uh, the system wasn't retrained. So, yeah. <laughs> so she's doing that. And plus with the Mazdas is once you hit it, you then have to drive and yeah. then the light will turn off. It's yeah. very rare that they correct themselves on their own. It can happen, but it's rare. So she... She pulls up her My Mazda app, and at least what the My Mazda app was registering was 49 PSI in that one tire. Uh, That seems like still too much. (laughs) Not terrible. Not terrible. terrible. Yes, yes, Ali. What is it supposed to be? 36. Okay. Yeah, around 35. That's many PSI above. Sorry, I just take it to my work and like, hey, here, fix it. The CX-3s are, which is, I've never understood this, but the CX-3s are 33 in the front and 36 in the rear, which I don't get. They're the same tire size. It's Al Gore and David Suzuki. (laughs) And and all the other ones are between, like Eric said, you, some are... Norm's not wrong. (laughs) I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Miatas are 28. The older Mazda 3s can sometimes be 32 to, uh, 32 to 34, but most of it's 36. So there you go. When I took it back into the shop... And she goes, oh, I'll just drive it around. I'm like, the fuck no, you're not. You can't go back into my shop. I will drive your car back. I will fix it for you. And then you can go on your way and drive it around. And I go into my tech stall and I know that his tool has been calibrated. So Ooh, I know this is going to really? read right. Tell me more about his tool. Yes. So is it a large tool? Is it a large tool? Does it have large talons? When I plug it, when I plug it in, what that reads is 63. Okay. That's worse. That's a. That's um, a bit worse. A lot more. That's a, that's a, <laughs> I do believe that exceeds the <laughs> yeah, maximum. Yeah, the max load, I think, was 55. Exceed the bead. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, and I plug it I'm in and I see that. 100%. Kind of, yeah, I, I plug it in and see it and I kind of wince a little bit. I'm like, I might die. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so I bring that down and I tell her, I'm like, this is where it was at and the whole entire thing. And, you know, she pulls up her My Mazda app and it's, Floating between 36 and 38 because it's not a perfect science. It's it's a fucking connection on your oh, phone. Really? Right. So, and I did. I tell I told her, I'm like, do not do this. I'm like, the little gauge when you're there and you push it and you let go and that little plunger pops up that shows a number. I'm like, that's what you want to do if you absolutely have to. So, she lived, surprisingly. This oddly time. Enough. Uh, right. Oddly enough. I, I mean, I mean, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Those, the ones that they give you at the gas station, rarely are accurate at all if they work. So it's possible that, I mean, oh, I know. It's possible that she was but, trying her well, best. Well, and she mentioned nothing about that. She literally said, It's like, I just stood there and just held it until oh, I waited she was for, the, waiting for the light. Yes. So she is just dumb. Correct. Okay. I was, I was waiting I'm pretty for sure you, you literally have... said that like three times. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, was, I was waiting for you to have a parallel story to one I had for the similar thing. But in my case, the person did, in fact, hold the gauge until it stopped filling. Oh, Because God. they hit the compressor regulator. 
So I had a minivan come in with 120 PSI. Holy fuck. Yeah, like they were driving in and you could see it was trying to three-wheel because the tire was fully, fully, disastrously overinflated. Jesus. And yeah, get the long whip out from the truck stop. A pin into, needle. Yeah, and that would have, been, would have been the end of it. Oh my, oh my God. God. And for the rest of the world, the PSI is KPI, KPA for countries that have been to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Kilopascals or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, you know what that is in bar? Yes. Mm, okay. Yes. <laughs> On average, 2.4 for your average road-going passenger vehicle. I was going to say I should know that conversion because I'm a scuba diver. A bar is an atmosphere. No, I know what a bar is. Oh. I'm saying the conversion from KP to bar. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I saw he thought you were stupid. Uh, it's okay. A lot of people think that. I'm a service advisor. <laughs> Look at I'm him. a service advisor after all. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him, for the course. You want to go Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But she the... said she was young, right? So maybe she just... Oh, God. Uh... I Sorry. My brain. Yeah. She was very young. Young, dumb, and full of... Juice. Rage. Rage, <laughs> unadulterated yeah, rage, motherfucking rage. <laughs> Did you show her uh, show her how to work the air pressure uh, chuck thing at the end of the service? What do you mean? What? Like you mean like the little tiny tire chuck gauge that? Gauge? Yeah, just to check her actual that tire pressure. Poops out the little white bar. Yeah. No. Oh, Dude, see? she was too busy about worrying about what next TikTok she was gonna do. <sighs> she saw that me and she thought I was so old, old enough to be her grandpa. Oh, stop. I mean, <laughs> you're, barely, you're barely old enough to be her father. No, but I'm just, you know, yeah. Wait, what did you say, Norm? I mean, records have been set. <laughs> What's a record? I mean, I think in the UK, the youngest grandfather's freaking 32 or something. Oh, Ew. God. I'm, I don't want to do the math. Mike's at my ghost. <laughs> and then now I'm going to stop. Carry the one. Carry the one. <laughs> Ooh, who has a that's not warranty? <laughs> it's apparently Eric. She just uh, politely skipped over that. Skipped over what? Uh, your mother. Oh, oh that's <clears throat> rude. Sylvia could so, be listening to this. She I know, most she knows I is. love her. So That is true. Hi, Sylvia. Hi, I'm mommy. Lisa. I don't think she does listen. She doesn't. She doesn't know how to work a podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay, boomer. She, she thought the podcast was the Facebook Lives. <laughs> Oh, Wait, seriously? My. Yes. You never told me that. Yes. Okay, so who has the that does? No. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, this is an old story that I've been trying to get to now for a couple months, but that's okay. Michael. What? So, I don't know. I'm just playing with him. <laughs> I have another It's not my fault. You're have a that, service wait, writer now. You have it another is what? your fault. I have another transit van story. Oh, God. You yeah. know how much I love... Tra- wait. I don't think I talked. No, I didn't talk about it because we didn't check it off. So this customer owns a business and they have a transit van with a twin turbo 3.5 EcoBoost. Those come twin? They're always twin. They're always twin. I had no idea. That's cool. Unless it's a four-cylinder engine. Well, the 3.5 does come natural, but... It does. Yeah. And the 3.7. But it's only a twin variant or a natural. (laughs) Indeed. Um, so the van's, eh, it's got probably about, I think it had 160 something thousand miles on it. So it's used. Um, the customer don't know why 
decided to replace their turbochargers uh, with their in-house mechanics. I got a guy. <clears throat> I love the quotation marks that were just displayed. Let the record state yeah, I, I did air quotes. It. Oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> so they drove the van 200 miles and it started puking smoke out of the tailpipe. So they brought it in the dealer. First words out of their mouth. I want the turbos replaced under warranty. What? what? Excuse cool. me? One, one hand shit and the other sees what fills up faster. <clears throat> so we get it in. Mind you, this van came in in November. Mm-hmm. I believe it was November. Um, we look at it. That would be a good song title. Sorry. What? November. I believe it was November. Oh. Um, get it in the air and both turbos are dripping oil from the exhaust side, uh, between the cat and the turbo. And upon closer inspection, you could see that there was a bunch of random hardware used Mm -hmm. to secure the cats to the turbo, to secure the oil tube to the turbo, to mount the turbo, to the manifold. Anyways, a bunch of random fucking bolts and nuts holding these things together. Long story short, I was able to figure out they installed some bolts that were too long on the bottom of the turbo and they cracked the housings on both these brand new turbos. And so it was puking oil out of the exhaust. That's not warranty. And um, guess what? But they wanted it covered under warranty. They sure shit did. That's nice. Now, what warranty were they trying to get? Like a parts warranty? Service part warranty. Okay, yeah. that's what Ford's, I figured. Ford's over-the-counter over, uh, over warranty is about the best in the industry. It is. We I believe I covered this two episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, it, it is solid gold. But if you could just go jack it up, yeah, you've thrown it in the garbage. You fucked yourself. So now, instead of coming in for a <laughs> $6,000 repair... They're on the hook for whatever they paid their mechanics uh, to do on top of our seven. Actually, it almost came out to almost $9,000 because after I pulled the turbos, I saw that the manifolds were warped and they didn't do anything about that. So we also ended up replacing the exhaust manifolds plus all the additional hardware I had to order that should have been on the turbos that wasn't. And, uh, on top of that, this van spent some time on the East Coast. Oh. Rusty. A little bit of rust. Rusty. A, li- a little bit. Um, so much so that I could not remove the engine cradle to service the turbos like you're supposed to. But luckily, the lower control arms had been recently replaced. So the subframe bolts were not seized, nor were the lower ball joints which was nice. For those of you who have worked on a transit van know what a pain in the dick those are. Yep. Um, And the subframe came out. So I was able to work around the engine cradle by removing the subframe and the cats to get the turbos and the manifolds out. But I charged them the fuck for it, for the inconvenience, the headache, all of it. And, um, oh, (laughs) so sorry, I know I'm kind of going on here. Um, So the turbo's done, great, right? I try to go on a road test and I step on it and it falls flat on its fucking face. Like, huh, that's fucking cool. 
Check engine lights flashing. Go figure. All right, so I go back to the dealer and I have a misfire codes in two cylinders and I have a cat code that came back real quick. All right, cool. So it needs cats because the oil contaminated and destroyed the catalytic converters. Oh, okay. fun. You also need six ignition coils and spark plugs because I'm not going to play this chase down game where I fix one coil and then the one on the opposite bank fails on the next road test. Mm -hmm. So we're doing all six. So I, I don't know if it's a problem here. Uh, first of all, to all the transit engineers, uh, and I hope this doesn't violate YouTube policy, but I would rather suck start a shotgun than work on another transit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But in Canada, the transits are known to have rotten intake bolts because those uh -huh. six bolts are all exposed to the world uh -huh. and they're in a, you know, pinky deep valley that just yeah, fills with water. It fills with water and salt. Yeah and, yeah, and it just rots. But we get a ton of bad injectors only on the 3.5 EcoBoost direct injection transits because the water pools in the valley and ruins the injectors. And then mm -hmm. they are oh. in there... Like you would not believe. Time for a head to the point of needing hydraulic extraction of the the uh, inje direct injectors. The direct injectors, yeah, because wow. the aluminum corrodes and explodes and fully gives it a nice hug. I mean, so what do you what do you do? I mean, how how do you clean the bore out at that point? At that point, you just tell the customer either buy a head or I go in there with a sanding drum on an air gun. And go. That's what Eric said. Was you're getting heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, we always give the customer a choice because they are allowed to make bad decisions, and I'm allowed to charge them to do it a second time. Yeah, later. exactly. <laughs> so fucking a. Exactly. Sometimes maybe. So um, it took them a month to decide. Holy shit! And get back to us. You if, charged them a hundred dollars a day for storage, right? Uh, no, I because it. Up. No, because it sat on our lot for two months because. The technician that originally had it left, and then we lost track of the paperwork. Uh, and then guess what? It became my emergency. Uh, why wouldn't to it? get that the fuck done quick? It's okay, a big ticket, Eric. You got to close the RO. Yeah, go <laughs> yeah. fuck yourselves. <laughs> On top of all the parts bullshit, because it happened during the really bad parts debacle, where I only got half of my shit, or I got stuff for the wrong vehicle. You mean where they had it in a different box? It, it, I yes, just yes to everything. Yes, throw one at me. The answer is yes. Okay, um, so they finally approved it. Surprisingly, the cats weren't on back order. Um, threw those cats in super fucking fast. Six coils, six spark plugs, and sent that bitch on her way. I keep on forgetting. Finally, <laughs> I'm in California. Man, when cats die where I am, we uh, write a tune and we plug in an SCT and no more cat problems. Huh? What? Whoa. That is big, big no-no out here. What? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I have a partner and we do tuning on the side and cat recycling is lucrative. And yes, cat recycling, you see how he phrased that? That's, yes. Yeah, that's very smart. smart. Man. But, yeah. but a lot of people go, $1,000 for a tune, two, $3,000 for a cat. <laughs> it's gone. But yeah, that's Damn. the other thing here. Don't buy vehicles from Canada. I don't think they have to die. Uh, yeah, don't, do not buy used vehicles from Canada. <laughs> In the state of California. Do not, no, anywhere. Do not buy, anywhere. <laughs> do not buy white, generic, 
half tons or three quarter tons from Canada for any reason whatsoever. Do not buy white. What? I'm sorry, Michael was interrupting. Half tons or three quarter tons. <laughs> and if they smell like sulfur, run. Do not walk away. They've come from the sulfur blocks, and every piece of lead, every piece of solder in every electronic is corroding and falling apart as we speak. Oh. Wonderful. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you guys deal with different Wait, kind of so, shit. So than that's we do. just because of the weather that's happening, or no? It's because white generic half tons and super duties are used as work trucks. Yeah, uh-huh. and the people who drive them do not own a single bolt in them. So the, the the gas pedal in most regular vehicles is is analog. It has this sweeping motion, <laughs> but in the work truck, it's digital. It's ones <laughs> and zeros. <laughs> it's either on or off. <laughs> Binary code. Yeah, yeah. It's still Morse binary. code. <laughs> oh, like man. Gender. That's very good. Wow. Well, <laughs> good to know. That's hilarious. By the way, I had to drive that van 20 miles to clear all the oil out of the cat before it would stop smoking out of the tailpipe. Holy crap. And that was prior to me finding... Oh, that was prior to the ignition coil and cat repair. I just needed to stop fucking smoking to make sure that there wasn't... A problem somewhere else, like in the yep. fucking engine, mm-hmm. which I was shitting my pants the entire time. I'm like, I just sold these motherfucker two turbos, and their engines shot to shit. Yep. Which I was inclined to believe because I pulled the uh, oil fill cap and looked inside the valley, inside the valve train, and it did not look pretty. Bad. Like muddy water. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so bad. Well, not my problem. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Wait, what? We're we're gonna Who's go right? with uh, listen to mail. Oh, okay. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh. Whose story is arguing with the GM just for? Oh, that's me. Okay, that's for next week. Next week. There's gotcha. no listener mail. Oh, happy oh, four twenty, everybody. Oh. Well, it's not four twenty when you're I, listening to this. I realize, yeah. but still, be safe out there. Yeah. Welcome to I, California. We it's hope legal. That you were safe. Yes. I hope Again, you and from Canada, it. it's legal. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Do you guys do the four twenty uh, celebration out there? Is that a thing? The adults don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like out of sight. I'm like out of sight. I was just shot back to Mike. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Uh, anyways. Give your balls a tug tip, fucker. <laughs> we have to listener mail. Yeah, that's uh, uh, gorgeous over in the corner. Well, I wasn't prepared for that because it was the last thing on it. We still oh, have so two more to topics. Vamp. We need to vamp. I quick. just found it. Oh, good job. Okay. So this story comes from Jesse at a Fjord dealership in Kansas. Kansas. Yes. Kansas. Kansas. No, it's Kansas. Oh, Kansas. Why is it Ar- why is it Kansas but not Arkansas? Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, story from the Canadian. Yeah. That that is an actual legitimate question in the listener poll idea. Like, why is it Kansas and not Arkansas? Also, Illinois with an S. What the hell? Illinois. Yeah, but that's just French people. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. How, yeah you how do you say Missouri? Missouri. It's, it's, no, it's not Missouri. It's Missouri. <laughs> Missouri. Is what? That's, yeah. that's yeah, how the locals pronounce oh, okay. it. Mm-hmm. That's because it's Creole and shit. Yeah. 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 But just... Creole's the only form of French that's actually cool. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. <laughs> the only? <laughs> literally the only. Oh, Listen, I don't want to the literally. I won't, I won't touch that. <laughs> right. Listener, mail. Mail. Uh, mail. Mail time, mail time, mail time. Here's, Here's the, the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Yes, you have to, man. We're gonna have to pay money for that. I think we need to do that moving forward. I don't think we do. No, we don't. Go fuck yourself. 
Hi, Kevin. <laughs> okay. Story time. This is what he wrote. Story time. Quick Lane Advisor, who we all loathe working with, wrote a waiter oil change. Customer waited six hours. Holy fuck. And we are, were, I don't know, the largest Quick Lane in the USA. Come to find out, Advisor never ever wrote a ticket for her <laughs> and never checked in on her the whole time. Oops. He's gone now. He's gone now. <laughs> uh, the photo he sent, which we can post, is a picture of half of the quick lane, and it's about the size of your dealership, Michael. Holy oh crap. Jesus. I'm not exaggerating. There is another same size building behind it that's also quick lane. Dealership main shop is a quarter mile away. Is that like corporate, corporate Jiffy Lube? Nonetheless, corporate Jiffy Lube. Nonetheless, our parts warehouse and detail shops. A quarter oh mile God. away. Yes. Thank you, Jesse from Kansas. And thank you, Jesse from Kansas. That's crazy. Yeah. That's very impressive. I mean, that sucks waiting six hours for an oil change. Like, get That's the fuck a big out of here. Doodle. Yeah, it is. I had a rather lovely experience recently, but I don't think Michael wants to hear about it because we're supposed to go. Well, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we're going to be back next week. You guys, you guys, don't worry. It's it'll, it'll be okay. Whatever. Norm will still be here, too. He will still be here. <laughs> He's staying for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the best two weeks of his life. Woo. <laughs> um, By the time he leaves, the Democrats are going to try and shove down the health care. We want to thank everybody for listening. We also want to thank all of our sponsors. Thank you, Travis Ferris from Hidden Sprit, uh, Distributing. You can do it. Supplying Justice Brothers products. We want to thank uh, Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools, supplying us with not only Matco Tools, but also Milwaukee. Thank you, Norm. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> we want to thank Kevin for giving us a loud crack. We want to thank Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Supplying us with all those delicious tacos. Norm. Norman Glazier. Yes. In the studio. Yes. Stovocore underscore Metal, Metal Works. works. Um, you can uh, Dale Fallout also. Um, also. Twisted Builds. Uh, you can also find us um, at CustomerStatesPodcast.com. You can also find us at CustomerStatesPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube. Turn it off for work mode. I'm also sorry. I thought there. it would have been nice for one of us to be able to chime in at some point here, but somebody stole the fucking show. Jump in. Uh, no, it's really hard to when you're running your trap nonstop. Um, Anyways. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love you. Finish off, dude. <laughs> Finish off, babe. I was kidding. Oh, I'm almost finished. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> I'm sorry, come again? And again. 15 minutes. Give me 15 minutes. And again. And with that, we say... Do not come. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Allie doesn't love you. No, she doesn't. I love you, though. We love you. We Allie love doesn't. You. She talks shit when Norm, we're not recording. do you recording. love our listeners? Absolutely. Hmm. Love you. Love you. She doesn't. Ooh, ooh. I do. I don't love that. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Love you. No. Ew. Ugh. <laughs> Bye. Ugh. Love you. Can you quit staring deeply into Kevin's eyes and just end it? Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323.
And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.